Hey, Cameron here. Tonight, May 24th, I am taping a quick and dirty special. Uh, by that, I just mean like low budge, bunch of friends pulling in favors. We're doing it at 7 and 9 p.m. at the UCB Theater on Franklin, the same place that you come to see Put Your Hands Together. And I can't wait to tell you what we are doing with the special. Um, but if it's day of the show, I want to just tell you to come show up. Because one thing that always happens is folks buy tickets in advance and then can't make it on the day. And I really want it to be packed in there. So if you live in Los Angeles, it's like seven bucks or something to get in. I'll even put you on the list. I swear, just show up. I really want to make sure it's a full house, totally every seat taken. And you are wonderful. Enjoy the show. This week's episode of Put Your Hands Together is sponsored by Unladylike. Hey, do you want to find out what happens when women break society's unwritten and totally BS rules? Well, then you need to listen to Unladylike, the podcast that does just that. Hosted by the hilarious Kristen Cogner and Carolyn Irvin. This week, they're kicking off season two with a special episode featuring comedian Nicole Byer. You've heard her right here on Put Your Hands Together. Please enjoy. You can listen to Unladylike now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out to the UCB! Put your hands together. Please shut off your cell phones and please put your hands together for your hosts. Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher! Put your hands together. What's up? What's the up? UCB? Ayo. Let's hear it for Rhea Butcher. <laughs> Give it up for Cameron Esposito. What happened here? Is this? What happened? From the leftovers? <laughs> Did you like that joke? Actually, it made me like put joke. my head down. All right, sorry. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, that's, I mean. Thank you. Thank you for very your service. Cool, very cool work. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's right. It, exactly. It. Get, yeah, get up, get up, Bop get in there. It. You know what I mean? Get up, get in. Twist and, uh, it. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm losing my goddamn delirious. mind. Delirious. We're out of our minds. Yeah, we're a little sleepy. Um, Rhea, you have a new job. How's the job I do going? have a new job. It's great. Yeah, you're just like super busy right now. And just you're... super busy. Just <sighs> like at a job. Yeah. Which I'm not used to be doing. I know. Used to be doing? Yep. I don't know. Whatever. Sounds like you're That's rested. how English works. Who cares? <laughs> um, and then you also... Oh, you were like shooting a thing over the weekend. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, basically... I have a little part in a movie. Yeah. And I got into the... Thank you. <laughs> I got into the pass van. Passenger van. <laughs> to be taken to set. Why and... is it called the passenger van? Because it's a van for passengers. Okay. As All opposed right. to a van for hauling stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. It has okay, seats for passengers. Yeah. It's not empty in the oh, back okay. for other shit. Yeah. Okay, got it. Cool. I've always heard Transpo. Yeah, but Transpo drives the pass van. Great point. So I was trying to be more specific Great in detail point. in my description of my experience because Transpo wasn't in the van. It's I like was a, waiting it's like for a, Transpo it's a van in the that, pass van. It's a van that... You'll believe it's straight. Um, <laughs> wow. This is a stupid joke, but I'm and tired. And you didn't like my leftovers like reference? That's right. I didn't. I didn't like your right. Nope. I didn't. Um, anyway, I was sitting there in the pass van waiting for other talent. Yeah. <laughs> to get into it, to be taken to set. Yes. And a bright red Tesla pulls up. Uh-huh. I was like, I can't wait to see who this is. A woman. This. Keep in mind, this is six five forty five in the morning on a Sunday. Bright red Tesla pulls up. A woman gets out of it in a red gown. And it that woman is Jane Seymour, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. I'm very Bringing happy for you. it at I'm 545. So and she just you. flows into the van and is like, hello, I'm Jane. And I was like, I fucking know. I was really into that show as a child. Yeah. Um, because I really liked, you know, Her? that... 
actually, honestly, and I haven't seen the show in a long in a really long time, so probably this character is offensive. But I was probably. not into it for Jane Seymour, although she is talented of course, and beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I was into it for Sully, which I think is a white person that's maybe supposed to be uh, an indigenous person, um, but is also like it was a, CBS, so yes, yeah, is probably. like a is like a like a. Just, I saw that character and I was like, yeah, like, like, oh, like works with his that's hands, me. like catches fish and stuff. That's me. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what I am. You catch fish with your hands. I would catch fish with my hands. I bring them to my, to the doctor who's a woman. <laughs> that's what my life is going to be in the it's future. A medicine woman. <laughs> you know, I just felt like, I don't know. I just like something about his, like, he had like, you know, this, he wore, I think he wore these color pants. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. He really did. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah. Well, congratulations. So that was fun. Also, Christine Taylor's in it. I was a big Hey Dude fan, so this is making all my dreams come true. I don't think through. you're supposed to openly fan out at the show on the coworkers. No, I'm not at all, but I am, so yeah, who gives yeah, a shit? <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to Hey Dude. Sure. That show doesn't get enough love. Um, I can barely remember it, and I don't mean that in, as a jerk. I just... Like, I don't think I had cable at the time. When I was a kid, mm. we didn't have cable. So I just could only watch it when we went to Florida with my family. And then my sister went <laughs> to, to get the it beach all in. to see boys, to find boys. And I was like, I'll stay here and watch David the Gnome. <laughs> I actually don't want to talk to those boys. <laughs> Nor do I want to wear these swimsuits. <laughs> Can I please have a pair of those pants that Sully wears? <laughs> and go catch fish in the ocean. <laughs> so what did you do this weekend? Went That's to New I York. Did. Went to New York. Where's that? I don't think I've far heard of it. away. If you go one direction, the other direction, pretty close. Um, <laughs> you, fl- you fly there. Oh, not bad. You fly back. What? Why is this seven hours? This is the rotation of the Earth or whatever. You know what else? Somebody paid for my flight, so I was flying into bed. You know those things. Um, I don't always get to fly into bed, but sometimes I do. And let me just tell you, do you know what I'm talking about? So one of those, it's like super first class where you get to literally lay in, like you're in your own, mine had a door. (laughs) They went like, the flight attendant was like, and would you like me to shut this door? And I was like, I guess. Like, I mean, but also it was all, it's all to here. Sure, yeah. It's like you're sitting up in the worst toilet stall. Yeah. It's like one of those walk-in baths. And I was actually shitting myself, too, so that felt oh, uncomfortable. Um, gross. No. Then you, the bed goes like, and you kind of slide. You kind of slide down into a flat position. It takes a real long and, time um, to do that, too. I will say, for me, I never feel like more of an asshole than literally being just completely, fully in a resting position. Just <laughs> totally... Laying flat, and then it's somebody's job to bring me snacks. <laughs> I'm like so overly polite. Sure, you're just like sorry about this. No, I'm really ex- sorry. No, literally, I, yeah. I, I am look. so sorry, but I also have like a full comforter on. <laughs> Honestly, I'm so and I also have noise canceling headphones, and I'm definitely watching like something I love. You know, and I'm just like I'm really really sorry about this. But could you bring me? But I'm a vegetarian, so can you get me a snack box because I can't eat anything on the menu. <laughs> No, I didn't sign up for it 24 hours ahead of time. I forgot. You're always, like I always supposed do. to. Plus, why is the vegetarian food always like a moose? I don't want your fucking heavy, creamy food. It stays better. Somebody was into it. No, I know. It's specifically because, it's of, because it's of, like, the dryness. of how they have to cook it and it has to be dry. I understand. But disgusting. Gross. I it like some pretty gross. wet, gooey, uh, gnocchi. Ugh. Just fully laying down, dropping gnocchi into my mouth from a distance. Like a really fucked up version of like, well, like I was going to say Greek, but it would clearly be Italian. You know when they're laying down, they've got grapes dangling into Bacchus? their mouth? Bacchus? Yeah, Bacchanalian is how it felt. Um, yeah. Thank I'm you. Yeah, Bacchanalian class. You, you're yeah. happy that I knew the right word? Yeah, no, I'm fucking smart. Um... <laughs> Uh, I was in New York, and yeah, New York is New York. No, that's but that's not how I feel. Like whenever no, I, I go, know, there, I, just, I never feel like started the, it, in New York. I'm always like New York. <laughs> I literally had this thought: Can I get Postmates delivered to this cab? <laughs> <laughs> 
because I was in such terrible traffic, but I was also like supposed to be going to, I understand some of this is unrelatable. I'm sorry. I was supposed to be going to press and I had a lot of makeup on and it was raining. I don't have a fucking umbrella. I live here. So I was like, I can't even walk there. Plus I had these cowboy boots on and I don't really know how to walk in those. They're brand new. It's a new ch- style choice. I'm trying to see if I can elongate my legs without really wearing heels. Anyway, um, it was very far away and I didn't think I could take the subway because in New York it rains inside the subway. <laughs> So I was just in a cab, like, I'm so fucking hungry, and the cab is fully stopped, and yeah, I was like, could I get a sandwich delivered to this cab? Would they be able to track it? I mean, I think it's possible. I think it's possible, too. Um, No, everything is stressful there all the time. I don't understand. I don't understand how... I Look, I used to live in a big city. I used to live in Chicago. I used to go to New York all the time. I think it used to feel sort of fun, but then... I moved here, and then you're ruined, and then you're ruined once you lived here. You have space and mountains. It's you're ruined, and there, you know, I go there, and I'm like, this is you. Stop buying, stop buying a pair from this street vendor because this is garbage right here. There's garbage, bags of garbage on the street, and you're buying a pair. You're not even washing that. It just makes my whole, my voice cracks the whole time. Yeah. Just and every experience that, I have. Somebody walks by and spits in your mouth. Exactly. And then it's like, <laughs> like what nuts. are you doing, man? And they're like, well, I had a little extra saliva in my mouth because it was raining in the subway. <laughs> okay. Well, get Cynthia Nixon in here to clean up this joint. Um, <laughs> I made some people go on a pub crawl with me. Okay. To gay bars. So I really love and think is fun. I always want people to actually, like anybody that goes on a pub crawl, I want the rules to be this, that you have to physically crawl <laughs> from each pub to each pub. No, like you're, that's a great point. <laughs> uh, went to a pub crawl of lesbian bars and I don't even drink that much. I like had one drink in one place and then other than that, I just walked in and went like, as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Nice to see you all. It's great to see you. What is this? Wood? Yeah. Looks good. <laughs> Actually, I just walk in, I go, Haley Kyoko. And then I just leave. Um, <laughs> so, that was fun. I also, I just feel like I've become a different person in New York that is somebody I've never been. The, the night that I flew in, I was, tr- I was like, I got some sort of bad news and I wanted mm-hmm. to be with somebody, but I didn't have like a friend I could call because it was pretty late to just be like, meet me at the bar. Oh. I was going to say, you called me. <laughs> you mean in New York? Yeah, no, I, didn't, I just want to see someone. <laughs> I want to see someone face to face and hang sure. out. So we FaceTime. I was no, texting. <laughs> I was texting a friend, but I was at a bar having one beer alone. And then this, I was just, we were just texting a bunch. So then my friend just called me. So then I was just on the phone at a bar by yeah. myself. That's cool. Have you ever been that person? No. I was a but weird it's better than me. the person who reads a book at a bar. Is it? I always think that person is really cool. What? What do you mean? <laughs> that person. Look, I'm all about reading, but like, come on. I feel like that's me. Book at a bar. Book Except at a bar. I'm listening to it as an audiobook. Okay, well that's a different scenario. <laughs> I'm like, this is really good. And then I. Re- like and then I space out for a second. Oh, somebody go back fifteen seconds. At the end of a bar reading infinite jest while everybody else is having drinks and well, they're looking sure. at you like you're interrupting their time? Like no. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about I'm listening to a sexy gay book and I keep rewinding fifteen seconds. Price of salt. Price of salt. Yeah. Price of salt. Yes, Ex- I get it. Absolutely. Or more recently, call me by your name, which is much dirtier as a book than it is. They never pan to a tree. <laughs> nope. Everything is very descriptive. They stay on that, that wood, like, you know what I mean? Scene? Oh my God. They go through the whole thing. And it's Army Hammer reading it. And he's such mm. a beautiful voice. And he reads the whole thing. And anyway, I listen to it a lot. <laughs> all right. Friends, it's so nice to see you all. Are you ready for a great rest of your show? Yes. Yes. What did I do? Yes, yes, yes. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, friends. That one. Yes, yes, thank you. Do you want to do it? No, you should no, do it. No, you, no, do you it. should do it. No, you should do it. No, you do it. You're you standing do it. right you there. You should do it. You, you do should it. do it. You do it. Are you ready for a great show? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I get it. You can see shows where two people host at the same time, 
but you can't ever see that. What we just did there. <laughs> and you know it's real. Like, you can tell it's from, like, a real place of just, like, just, like, oh, this is a marriage. Um, anyway. <laughs> Are you ready for your first comic? Let's hear it. Yes. 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 Please, a wild round of applause for Kasim Bentley. Give it up. Come on. This week's episode of Put Your Hands Together is sponsored by Tomboy X. Oh, Tomboy X. Well, I talk about them every week. So if you're a new listener, I can't wait to tell you how much I love these undies. And if you're a listener from before this particular episode, then you should be wearing these underwear by now. What are you doing? Tomboy X, what I love about them is that they focus on all people, all bodies, all sizes, all skin tones. All their undies come in size extra small to 4X. They have bralettes, bikini, cut bottoms, and boy shorts, and boxer briefs. And they also have, this is new, a diverse spectrum of shades of nude underwear. The new Tomboy X neutrals are not just for Caucasian skin, but for a lot of different skin tones. So I'm very excited about that. You can figure out what Tomboy X undies work for you by visiting TomboyX.com slash HandsTogetherNeutral. Check through all their neutral undies, put some in your cart, order them, and if you put Hands Together Neutral in the promo box, you'll get 15% off. Again, that's 15% off when you go to TomboyX.com slash HandsTogetherNeutral and use the code HandsTogetherNeutral at checkout. I uh, spend most of my time around straight people. <laughs> right. So it's fun to be here, is what I'm trying to say. No. Um, and so I love getting to be the, like, downer around straight people that they're not expecting. Because the straight people that I hang out with are, like, cool straight people that are, like, ally, whatever that means. I don't know what it means, but I like it. And because uh, I can just tell that about them. And then they love to be, like, oh, I have kids, I love my kids, I love my kids so much. Are you going to have kids? And I'm like, yeah, my wife and I would love to have kids, but it's a little more difficult for us. And they're like, no, 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 no. It's not hard, it's not hard at all. You just try. Oh, really? We've been trying for a long time. Nothing seems to be happening. That's what I like to say at lunch breaks. It's a little hard for the lesbians, you know? Well, that was worth it. (laughs) Do you guys want to keep the show going? Do you guys want to keep the show going? Thank you. Our next comic, friend of the show, we love it when he stops by. You might recognize him from Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Netflix. He is the voice of Crow. Give it up for Hampton Yount, everybody. Silence! No. <laughs> hey. Give it up for all the comedian you're about to see. <laughs> I got really distraught when Rhea said that, you know, she hangs out with all the cool straight people. And I realized she's never asked me to hang out ever. <laughs> it's like, fuck. <laughs> oh, I'm not cool. All right. What? <laughs> I can work with that too, you know. <laughs> I like a con- a crowd that stops right away. That was good. Now another one. Nothing in between. That's good. Now this. All right. I paid money for this. <laughs> is that what it is? Well, all right. How to get into the act? Jesus. Uh, here we go. Uh, Bill Nye I love this crowd already <laughs> the laughs of recognition already <laughs> here we go I've been waiting all night for Bill Nye jokes Bill Nye the science guy has never worn a condom Now, I just made that up, but isn't that a great way (laughs) to start a conversation, right? I'm 33. It's getting really hard to make friends, and my strategy has (laughs) been to go up at parties with just random facts. 
to get into a conversation because I have no personality. So I'm just like, did you know Bill Nye has raw dogged it every time? He says it's about the environment. I think he's just a perv. Anyway, do you know Amanda from work? And then just like in the conversation drift, you know? It just kind of starts just like this, very naturally. Don't need to analyze it too much. I don't like uh, science. I don't like scientists. Uh, I know that, that we need them for like oxygen and whatever, but like I, in general, I feel like scientists are just like any other job, right? Where like a lot of times like your job is bullshit and you just need to like pretend like your job should exist, therefore you should get money. Like scientists have to come out with research like every year, you know, to like prove things, but I don't think we should know everything. I don't think we should have all the information at all times. Because, like, science will come out and be like, did you know the average human in their lifespan will eat five to six spiders in their sleep? <laughs> like, oh, my God, did you invent, like, a net to keep that from happening in our mouths? No, we just thought you should know. <laughs> thought you should know you're going to eat a bunch of spiders. They're going to be going through your nose and your ears like a playground and, you know. You should just deal with that. You should just eat a big bowl of spiders right now and just get it out of the way. <laughs> I know this doesn't sound very enlightened, but I, I feel like there's something here. I just feel like they'll come out and be like, did you know that uh, Earth almost got hit by a meteor by like a thousand miles last week? Like, oh, fuck, are we like developing a way to deal with that? No, I just thought you should know. <laughs> that I was looking through the telescope before you were. <laughs> and that's why I went to college, so I could look through the thing before you got to see it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I like Elon Musk. Like, he's, I do think he's funny. Like, he's, he's funny. Like, I like that about him. I would vote for him for president, just purely of, I know we can't elect somebody from <laughs> South Africa, but... Don't you feel like it's time we outsource the position? <laughs> like, let another country see. <laughs> I think we've seen the best America can do. <laughs> Let's see what else there is, you know? And I, I don't know, like, he's funny. Like, that to me is like a huge thing, is that he just has a sense of humor. Like, he launched a rocket over LA, like, as the president's tweeting about, like, nuclear war. <laughs> like, he launched a rocket over LA like, you would think that's funny if that had been, like, early 2000s jackass. <laughs> but, like, this is Elon Musk. We're doing the Launch Over LA Challenge. Check it out. Got Wee Man and Don Vito on the rocket. Like, <laughs> and, like, I, like, it left a blue chemical trail. And, like, I ran inside to my girlfriend. I was just like, aliens! There's fucking aliens! Like, I just freaked out. Like, no, my God, we're all going to die. And then, like, the next day I was like, that was pretty good. That was a good one. <laughs> he got me pretty good. And it's like, I'll bring up to my friends, you know, like, man, I love Elon Musk. Like, I would vote for that dude. And they're always like, well, you know, he's a Republican, right? He's a Republican. It's like, well, I probably, but like, I don't think he's like the kind of Republican we're all like currently dealing with. Like, I feel he, like he's like that kind of Republican that's just like very Asperger's-y about money. You know what I mean? Where they're just like, why can't I have all the money? Why do you all have my money in your pockets? <laughs> it's like a Disney park ride that's like malfunctioning. But it's like, you know, I bring it up to my friends. They're mostly comics and they're all libertarian, right? And like, I, um, I'm always like, oh, I would vote libertarian a lot of times because they bring up like really good points but then they have like insane ways to deal with the problem you know what I mean like they'll be like there should be less government right like smaller government and everyone's like yeah that's a good point they're like so let's get rid of schools like whoa no live in the woods and raise my children in the old ways <laughs> guys I I didn't think comedy could have this many points. <laughs> I 
didn't think comedy was allowed to be this controversial. <laughs> I like that all my friends, like, they're very, like, cons- like, they're very into conspiracy theories, right? And, like, they all have, like, tape over their webcam <laughs> on their laptop. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> like, not to be, like, crazy conspiracy theory, but you don't think the government would put a second camera behind your screen, you fucking... <laughs> idiots you're not not thinking on their 4d chess level (laughs) i just love the idea that like the government would be like there's tape on the camera what do we do osama bin laden's getting away (laughs) we didn't plan for this (laughs) i've never uh really wanted to own a gun uh I was raised around guns. That makes it sound like I had like brothers and sisters who were guns. <laughs> I just, my parents had a lot of guns and like I've never wanted to own a gun in my adult life ever. Like I'm far too suicidal. Like it just, that would be a bad, that would be a bad decision on my part to have one around. And so it's so weird to me that that's like my second amendment right. You know, like the first amendment makes perfect sense. Right? Like they form a new country and they're like, all right, anyone can say whatever they want. Anyone can believe whatever they want. And then, like, you feel like somebody stood up and they're like, can we have a second rule where we have guns and we can shoot and kill those people if we don't like what they think and say? (laughs) Like, cool, it's in. All right. Everybody, we're spitballing. Let's just go. Uh, Let's free the slaves. Oh, funny, Jerry. Nice, funny. All right. We're not doing that for like 200 years, dude. (laughs) It's going to be a while. And it's so weird that, like, this, that's your second right. After you get to say anything, you get to own a gun. Like, the Third Amendment means so much more to me than the Second Amendment. Like, troops can't stay with me. Like, that's my favorite right. Is that the army can't just stay at my apartment and eat my shit and fuck my... <laughs> like that really to me feels like someone stood up and like okay can we have a third amendment where the army can't fuck my girlfriend <laughs> okay <laughs> write that down alright you guys have been a lot of fun take care bye oh let's hear for Hampton you know what literally just now backstage I totally fucked myself because I I'm going to Boston this weekend to do shows, and I don't know why I did this, but I I just realized that I need to book my own hotel. Sometimes they provide a hotel for you, but I just realized I need to book my own hotel. Somebody told me, and um, there's going to be like a big festival there, so I was like, oh my God, what if all the hotel rooms sold out? So I opened multiple windows and looked up the same hotel to see if I could get a better rate, And then that hotel thinks that, like, a bunch of people... Uh, (laughs) They're like, man! These rooms just got so popular! I swear to God, in the last... Within the last joke that Hampton just told, which was very funny, I was listening, I raised the price on my own hotel room by $200 a night. (laughs) Thank you so much. Honestly, it's tough, you know what I mean? To be able to achieve something like that. Sometimes you can really set your goal, like, can I just like really fuck myself? And then, and then, you, and then you end up being able to deliver. And it's, you know, and you didn't expect it, but it's such an honor. And thank you all for holding me in that moment. <laughs> oh, I didn't, but I, I like haven't fucked up like totally today. When Rhea and I pulled up, there was a guy walking past with baggy pants on, but a very specific short haircut. And I turned to Rhea and I go, Ah, Giovanni Rabaggi over there. <laughs> Wait. Wait. He turns around. It is Giovanni Rabisi. <laughs> it is. It is. Stupid joke, but funny moment. Like, nice moment. Felt great about it. Felt really happy about it. Are you taking a photograph or a video? Are, are you videoing that moment? Oh no, definitely no video. But you're okay. You're you could you should just just stop videotaping. <laughs> uh, man, now now it now it's gonna look like. I hope that you 
that's just because we have like a no videotaping policy for all the comics. But uh, now you have a video that looks like, like I would try to, I would go straight to TMZ with that because the at the moment that I cut off, it looks like I'm about to like go hard on Giovanni Ruby. I'm like, I'm like, turn it off, turn it off. I got shit to say, you know. So like, if I may, you know, really suggest something to you. I just lost two hundred dollars. Uh, per night on my own hotel room but if you want to make a quick buck turn around and sell that video and then be like she honestly she like came at me kind of wrestled the video out of my hand. like you could even add this I mean at the end and you know in post or whatever just like like a shaky effect <laughs> how are you two doing that improved your seats and your experience so much how is that what did someone from back there go, yes, how is it? Is that seriously what just happened? Are y'all friends? Cool. And you were in A camp? How was it? How was There's a lot of people. There was a queer camp in Ojai this past week, and a lot of people went to it. What are you snuggling about? You just got something just got sexy over here. Does overpaying for a hotel room really turn your crank? Do, do you feel better sitting in the front row? Do you feel like you can't believe, like, fu- like honestly, fuck you, you know what I mean, in the back. Like, this is, the, this is really a lot better. Yeah, um, it's sort of like a fast pass situation, right? It's like you can't believe you, you know, you get to go right on Space Mountain. I'm Space Mountain in this case. Yeah, you should definitely put your hands up. And then do like a, do like a, oh, I don't even care. And then that'll be cool too when you post that picture. So everybody else is screaming and you're just like, Wah. and then that, people think that's funny. Um, is the thing people think is funny? Do you know what is true is that the first time I ever took, Rhea and I went, right after we got married, we went to Disneyland. Rhea had never been to Disneyland at all. And um, it was like truly magical. I can't even tell you. I was expecting it to not be fun. Uh, or to be pretty fun, but it was just unbelievably magical. <laughs> they were like, sorry, we can't give you just married buttons because we're reformatting them so that there's not a Minnie and a Mickey on them. And we were like, that's amazing. They were like, yeah, we're making them inclusive. It's just going to be like two sets of ears. And we were like, oh my God, we're two sets of ears. <laughs> And then, like, I swear to God, a, like, a couple was having pizza, and they turned their child, and they were like, some families didn't always have a chance to get married, but now they do. And then they turned to us, and were like, congratulations. And I was like, <laughs> We wore two groom hats, two groom hats, because you can get Mickey ears, where it's got a little tuxedo and a little hat. <laughs> Which is always fun. That's why I like to wear a Cleveland Browns hat because it has a helmet on it. <laughs> Silly. Plus, they're very bad at sports, so nobody, nobody usually yells anything at you on the street when you have breasts and you're wearing a sports hat. Any other team, people get, oh, what do you know about it? The Browns people just go like, that's very nice. Really like feel safer. And then, <laughs> yeah, I, we went, I'm scared of Space Mountain for, I was trying to, I've been to Disneyland even and Disney World, and when I was a kid I used to go, but I always am like, oh, I can't go at the last minute. I always figure out a way not to go. And, um, but I did go, we went on the Peter Pan ride, Rhea cried, it was so cute, right? This is like so, because London gets really small. Um... <laughs> It's so sad and cute and magical. We went on the Star Wars ride, which is something I did as a child and thought was fun, but as an adult, that's the worst ride in the whole park because it's literally just like, get in here! All right, shake him up. Because the whole thing is like... The screen... I got so nauseated that I had to lay down in an airplane flatbed. No, um, I had to lay down on like a <laughs> bench right outside and like none of the 
Nobody even really was phased by this. I think that people get very nauseous going on that trip the whole time. But we did save Chewy. I don't know who we were saving, but we did it. We really did it. One time I was at Universal Studios with an ex, and they did the, um, we went on the shark ride. Jaws! And... The poor person who ran it, you know, they have to sometimes do a script where they're like, oh, what's that over there? (laughs) Blood in the water! And they have to just do that all day, you know? (laughs) So I was on this particular one, and then the person that was leading it... it, This is honestly one of the darkest things I've ever seen. The person that was leading it, like they had really gotten into it for the whole time, and then as we were all leaving, they go... Thanks so much for joining me on this cruise. We all made it. What a miracle, and definitely not something I will have to repeat immediately. (laughs) Truly, a person said this, and I went like... Okay. Boy, has this been fun. I don't usually leave the mic in the mic stand, but I'm kind of liking this, like, I'm kind of liking this. This whole sort of, like... (laughs) You're into it, too, yeah? There's a lot of options. We got three comics. I should stop talking, because I'm really fucking with the run of show. Fortunately for you, these are all great comics. Are you ready for more stand-up comedy? I don't really want to break their stuff. I got really aggressive, but then respectful. You can count on me for that. All right, friends. This next comic, first time on the show. So when it's somebody's first time we really make it super loud, and we really welcome them, almost as if we were at a camp for queer people. And now, the rest of you who didn't go to that camp, the same. Please welcome to the stage, A.B. James. Give it up. super awesome to be here. Uh, I live in New York now, but I actually am from here. Do I sense any other LA natives? Amazing. I strongly encourage you to move. (laughs) Just even for a little bit, though, you know, I just like broaden your horizons, experience seasonal depression at least once. (laughs) Really learn to keep you humble. (laughs) Never underestimate the power of the sun. It's powerful. New York ended up being a way better fit for me, though, because, you know, not only is it overpriced, it's overcrowded and constantly smells like urine. <laughs> I always have something to complain about, and that means a lot to me. <laughs> like, my idea of content is to be at least slightly uncomfortable at all times, you know? That's why I do this. <laughs> I don't know. I guess the Jew in me can't resist. I don't know. A lot of people don't assume I'm Jewish. And honestly, I, I just wish that wasn't the case because I didn't become this fucked up for people to not know I'm Jewish. <laughs> that sounds, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. like, I did my time as a Jew. <laughs> I did 10 years of Hebrew school. <laughs> he gets it. <laughs> not only did I see, but I participated in seven different productions of Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of sunrises and sunsets. <laughs> I'm so Jewish that most of my childhood was spent changing tables at restaurants because my Aunt Pam felt a draft. Yeah. And then watching my dad fight the waiter to get food off the bill that we most definitely ate. Yeah, we had it all. <laughs> I was telling this to my sister, and she was like, A.B., you can't get upset that people don't know you're Jewish. <laughs> you went to the best surgeon in Beverly Hills, so no one would know. <laughs> you know. 
People always think I'm making a nose job joke there, but I'm talking about getting my horns removed. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, I know. She's quirky and she's edgy. <laughs> How does she do it? <laughs> I'm a mom. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> and not all heroes wear capes. Most people are surprised when they find out I'm a mom, considering I look like I just had my bat mitzvah last week. <laughs> I said that on stage once, and a guy yelled, Yeah, do you even have your period yet? <laughs> so if you are wondering, the answer is no, that's why I had to adopt. I'm not really one who like sees color, but my son is biracial, Pomeranian Husky. <laughs> no, no. Like, I really wanna make sure I never teach him to like play the race card, but it's gonna be super beneficial for his college applications, okay? Like, not only he's biracial, he has two gay moms, all right? If he gets a perfect 1600 on the SAT, he's a shoo-in for Harvard. And I expect nothing less. I came out when I was 15 years old, which is, thank you so much. <laughs> it's super young, but I look back on even earlier childhood experiences and I'm like, how did I not know I was gay sooner? You know, things like falling in love with your first grade teacher or um, learning the word moist for the first time. <laughs> All the other girls really grossed out about it, but I felt like really good about it. Like, something feels right. <laughs> I also got uh, very emotionally invested in a shot at love with Tila Tequila season one. Yeah? By, yeah, anybody? Okay, thank you guys so much. I'm so glad I'm not alone. Uh, yeah, whew. I was madly in love with the contestant, Danny Campbell. <laughs> oh my God, I found my people. For those of you who don't know Danny Campbell, she's this soft-spoken butch firefighter from Florida. And I saw her in a bikini for the first time and I humped a pillow for 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed that. I'm gonna be honest, I really enjoyed it myself. Oh man. It's so exciting to be here. I'm gonna be really honest. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, I, ugh, okay, look, I'm just like such big fans of both Cameron and Rhea. It's like surreal to really be here. Um, and I'll just let you know, uh, meeting your idols is just as stressful as you'd imagine. <laughs> you know, it's like you become way too aware of like every move you make. Yeah, like, I'm just like, okay, like, like I wanna be low key, but like I don't wanna come off aloof. And I know I need to at least pretend to be comfortable in my body, but I'm sweating literally out of every pore. <laughs> I am so damp. <laughs> you know, and of course, as I'm sure you've all imagined, you know, meeting your idol, you're like, oh, I want, you know, I wanna initiate conversation with them, but at the same time, I don't wanna just, I don't, I don't know, I just don't wanna blurt out, like, I wanna watch you while you sleep. <laughs> I want to watch you snore in your most peaceful state. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's a me thing. All right, I'm going to leave you guys with this. Um, people don't also assume I'm a lesbian since I can't rock a short haircut and I don't know how to hold a softball. Yeah, not everyone's blessed with a bone structure for a Hitler Youth haircut. Uh, thank you. It's a privilege. <laughs> Check it. Then when people find out I'm gay, they categorize me as a lipstick lesbian, which is a beautiful, traditionally feminine lesbian. And don't get me wrong, I love lipstick lesbians. I just, I don't feel like I am one. But at the same time, I know I'm nowhere closer to being that butch, iconic, handy, flannel-wearing lesbian, you know? I'm right in the middle. I'm like the chapstick that they sell at the cash register at Home Depot. Yeah. I'm a chapstick lesbian, thank you. Can't take the girl shopping and I don't know how to fix your car, but I know how to keep the ladies moist. I'm Amy James, thank you so much, you guys. APYHD listeners, 
This week's episode is sponsored by Lioness. Look, if there's anything I want, it is for you to be satisfied, not just with my comedy, but also in your own lives, with your own bodies, sexually. Yeah, that's why we're talking about Lioness. It's a vibrator company founded by some folks called Liz and Anna. What's up, you two? And it's here to fight the outdated stigmas and social taboos that have held us back for decades. That's why I'm talking about it right now. The Lioness Vibrator has a health tracker for your sex life. It's the first and only one of those. It's got unique technology that's never before been available outside of research labs. And uh, you can use it to figure out what works for your body. Simply sync it with the app that's on your phone to get insights into your sex life and have fun with self-experimentation or with a partner. Ooh. All right. Check it out by visiting lioness.io slash hands together. That's lioness.io slash hands together. I just want you to be happy. You can take 15% off if you visit lioness.io slash hands together. The best room in Los Angeles for Danny Campbell material. <laughs> Danny's here. Come on out, Danny. No, I, I would fucking lose my shit. <laughs> I watched the shit out of that shit. I watched so much of those reality shows that particular era that my girlfriend and I at the time dressed up as Brett Michaels and Jess from the first season of Rock of Love. Two people watched that show in this audience. I am an old person? All right, well, anyway, Danny Campbell is here. Let... Oh, that was a great set. Let her hear it one more time. Do you have it in your hearts? This next comedian, it's also their first time on the show, so we're going to give them also a big, warm round of applause. Right? We're going to get it started right now. That's right. For Kat Radley. All right. You guys keep it going for all the comics you've seen tonight. So fun. Um, clapped. We have online daters in the house. Online. Oh, you guys are too excited about it. Um, I've done at this point, I've done like all the dating apps. Like I've done Tinder, Bumble, Uber, like all of them. And there's a lot of creeps out there. I think the worst message I've ever received from a guy online, the only thing the message said was, Hey girl. I want to lick your butthole. But he spelled hole W-H-O-L-E. So I read it, and I was like, all right. Maybe this guy does want to lick my butthole, and he's a terrible speller. Or maybe he wants to lick my whole butt. And he's dyslexic. <laughs> or maybe he wants to lick my whole butthole. And he was really pressed for time that day. <laughs> like, none of those scenarios are deal breakers. All right. Just want to make that quite clear. Um, speaking of buttholes, my sister's had a baby and. It was really exciting because she didn't find out beforehand the gender of the baby. She also didn't find out who the father was. Um, she's kind of a slut. But it was exciting because she didn't have one of those gender reveal parties. Have you guys heard of these Rocky Horror Pinterest shows? <laughs> it's terrible. If you're not familiar, it's not a baby shower. It's a party you have. So your family and friends can watch you find out the gender of your baby. It's just as annoying as it sounds. So like, you know, they'll cut the cake and it's blue inside and they're like, oh my God, it's a boy. Or they've, I've seen where they throw a baseball, the dad hits it, it explodes into pink. And they're like, I guess she's not playing baseball. Like, 
I just think it's stupid because it puts too much emphasis on gender. I don't think it should matter. Right. As long as the baby is happy and healthy and a boy, let's be honest. But, though my cousin had a gender reveal party a little while ago and I didn't know she was having it and she invited my whole family on Facebook. My dad was looking at the Facebook invitation for the gender reveal party in the other room. I hadn't seen it yet and he calls out to me. He was like, Hey, Kat, it looks like your cousin Alicia's having a sex party. (laughs) Do you want to go with me? (laughs) I was like, Dad, do you want to go with me? (laughs) And then we realized the mistake. Well, the mistake was Alicia's baby. It was not a planned pregnancy, but we cleared up the confusion and I learned something about myself that day. I hate gender reveal parties so much, I would rather attend an orgy with my father than go to one. It's just true. But I I did go to the party and... Everyone brought their kids to the party and babies, and there was also a lot of alcohol, a lot of drinking. And I was like, I'm pretty sure drunk people are not supposed to hold babies. And I know this because I've been a drunk person holding a baby. It was at a family reunion, and my cousin came up to me, and she was like, oh, cat, I have to go to the bathroom, hold my baby. So I put down my Bud Light Lime, and I take the baby, and she was like wait, how many beers have you had? And I was like, two. And she was like, okay. What she should have asked was, how many shots of vodka are in that Gatorade bottle in your purse? (laughs) That number was way more relevant to her question. So I'm wasted, and I'm holding this baby. The baby then spits up on itself. And... You know how some people have that thing where if they see someone throw up, it makes them throw up too? I don't have that. I puked on the baby because I was hammered. So I'm holding the baby. We're like covered in each other's vomit. But to be fair, like he started it. And so people start looking and I was like, oh, I have to calm the situation. So I just yell out to everyone around me. I was like, um, you guys, it's fine. It's not my baby. (laughs) The baby gets taken away from me. I start crying. I'm like, I didn't even know its name. They were like, you're the godmother. And so I learned another lesson that day. I'm ready to be a mom. <laughs> like, let's do it. But I, I do think I'm, I'm bad with kids, and I know this because a couple days ago I was in a public restroom and I was washing my hands and I thought the bathroom was empty. But then I heard this voice from a stall behind me and the voice was like, hey, miss, can you wipe me? <laughs> the answer's no, right? I know that now. Um... <laughs> What I did, I felt bad for the kid, so I leaned down next to the stall, and I was like, all right, kid, listen. I'm not going to wipe you, but I'll talk you through it. (laughs) And I couldn't tell from the voice if it was a boy or a girl, and I didn't attend its gender reveal party. So (laughs) I was like, all right, kid, do you have a hoo-hoo or a wee-wee? And just as I was inquiring into the child's genitalia, its mother walked into the bathroom. And that's why I'm no longer allowed at Red Lobster. That's how that went down. Um, this sound, that's like a laughter of familiarity right there. That's just like I've been there. Um, I know I need to cut back on drinking. Like, I know that. Um, I actually, I gave up drinking for four weeks just to prove to myself that I am a good driver. Um, yeah, you guys liked me and then, uh, <laughs> I'm Kat Radley. You guys have been a lot of fun. Thanks a lot.
Cat. That was great. That was very funny. Oh, I am actually amazing with children. <laughs> I'm so good with kids. I used to be a nanny for a long time. Do, do y'all know this about me? God, so interesting. <laughs> As a nanny, at the same time, I was a circus ringmaster. It's just my life. No, thank you. Thank you for the audible. That's so awesome. I don't know if the podcast picked that up, so just I, that's why I said it again into the mic. Um, yes, yeah, like my nanny kid went to the circus, and then her nanny was part of the circus, <laughs> which I just love. Like I love thinking about her just going back to like preschool, just like you know how our nannies are friends with clowns. <laughs> Okay, that's actually kind of scary, out of context. Like, that's really fucked up. Um, one time I was picking up my nanny kid. Uh, she, wouldn't, she wouldn't leave the coffee shop that we were hanging out in, so I, I asked her many times, um, and then I was just a lot bigger than her. You should have them walk on their own, but we had to go meet her parents, so I picked her up with my body. And then she started yelling, Put me down! I- to work, which is the weirdest thing for a kid to yell and for a whole coffee shop to overhear because number one, they're like, oh my God, like what a successful three-year-old. Like Jesus Christ, on deadline? Like fuck, you know, like like take a break, you know? And then, and, you know, at the same time, it's a coffee shop. So then they're like, oh God, you know, and they start freaking out because they're trying to get their work done. Oh shit, like that kid's like, <laughs> like way far, like it's way ahead of me, you know? Like this week, that whole like, with your, by the time you're 35, have you seen this on the internet that everybody's telling you what you should have done because it's, I think it's something like, you should have saved twice your salary. But then my job is so, I'm like, what's my salary? Like for a lot of years, it was drink tickets. Honestly, honestly, I have written, I used to do my own taxes and just, I mean, I, I just writing off Fritos receipts as work meals is a thing I've done. Technically, that's what I was eating at the job. Um, while you're traveling, you get to run an office. Or, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, by your, so I'm 36 now. I'm like, you know, pretty rich. Um, but not, not like that. I'm not really rich. No, I'm not really rich. But, uh, but I do have a little bit of money saved for the first time, which is amazing, you know, because, like, honestly, up to 35, it was really, like, you know, just an empty savings account. But then today I was thinking about, like, my gavings account and, like, how full that is. <laughs> That's where you put all your gay experiences. <laughs> Fucked in a treehouse? Yeah, I have. Okay. Yeah, I have. Not even, not even my own. I don't know no treehouse. Okay. <laughs> you were right to sit up front. You're the perfect audience member. I want your face covered with joy shame. One final comic. Boy, have I been great. And really, everybody's been terrific on the show. And then this final comic is just a person I've known for a long time. Hilarious, hilarious comic and, and, and totally a friend of Rhea and mine. So let's hear it right now. Welcome Zach Sherwin on the stage. Let's hear it for Zach. Zach Sherwin, what's up? What you been working on lately, my friend? Hey, I have this crazy puzzle that's like a live, performable, rappable crossword puzzle wow. that an audience can solve interactively. Are I don't you even kidding know. Me? It's I, I mean, I've never seen anything like it, which is good, but also yeah. maybe there's not a home for it, but I believe that there is. No, there's a home for it. Have you heard of NPR? I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, I know. that seems like your target audience. I oh. mean, I just got very excited about it, so I don't mean that as like a dig. No. I know I'm, people make fun of it, things with NPR, but that's not what I mean at all. It might not surprise anyone to learn that I listen to a lot of it, and that I'm yeah. pillaging freely, conceptually, from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. But, well, yeah, I mean, 
it's a, it's. I mean, it's That's a good what model. That's you gotta do. Absolutely. So yeah. So I've been. So I where mean, are you doing that? It, like it can exist until it's totally done. Unlike oh, a joke that you can uh-huh. workshop versions yeah. of, this thing has to be finished it has to be before done. it can go out. Because it's a game. Yeah, and it all locks together, and the right. pieces, and the music, and there's videos. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. I really don't know if I can do it. But so is it like an escape room, but yes, fun God, with Rhea. you? I haven't even thought uh, that yet. But like yes. an inverse escape room kind like of. Like an escape room of the mind. Yeah. You have to escape from it mentally. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I'm gonna yeah. take it. Did you? Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Did you ever play Mind Trap as a kid? I don't think so. It's like just a bunch of cards that have these like sort of they're riddles, but they're not mm. simple. They're like mm. posing quite. Some of it is like math solving problems, oh. and some of it is like de- detective stuff where you have to figure that out. I feel like. You're that not was, wrong. Like, right to, up your alley. Yes, I was going to say. I still like my mom brought out my copy of it, and like we just will hang out with people and just do them. That's Did you remember fun. the old puzzles? Yes, from, there yeah. are some where I'm like, I know what this one is. Like I remembered because <laughs> I worked on it for so long when I was a kid. I don't specifically know Mind Trap, but you're very correct to ask yeah. if I was into that. It's right up your alley. Well, that's yeah. awesome, and yeah. everybody should look out for that. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Awesome. Well, thanks cool. for being on the show, uh, Zach. It's always so fun. Tonight yeah, was really great. it's always so great to see you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Zach Sherwood, everybody, let him hear it! Let's hear it for Zach! Percy! I was like, really... Really good, soulful new shit. I like when that new material is nice. Material. Oh, friends, how are we doing? (laughs) Boy, well, we have been terrific. This show has been great. Let's hear for all the comics you saw. What are you about to do? You look like you're about to, you're like, just give me that dough. I'm about to make a pizza. That's what you look like to me. Just doing background dancing for your outro of the show. What kind of background dancing? (laughs) I didn't want to not get a chance to see it the way they do. (laughs) It's either background dancing or I'm just like a background character in a Nintendo video game. You do look like you're about to box. You are gonna get boxing so soon. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, oh, did you ever have, Rhea, did you ever have the power pad? No, my cousin had the power pad. Look, look, children. A lot of years ago, the original Nintendo. Woo. Thank you. Thank you for your participation. Had a... It was like a big iPhone. That you you unfurled on the ground. And it was for the floor. You were supposed to put it on the floor. And it had buttons. You were supposed to run on the buttons. And it had this Olympics game. That was the best game. Uh You could play the Olympics! And um, you had to run real fast on the buttons. Or do other things. And then a very crappy version of you would move on the screen. But the best one was the long jump mm. because there was a cheat. So it just measured how long you were in the air. It didn't measure whether or not you jumped off of the power pad, <laughs> hung the fuck out, and then returned. <laughs> The gaming system would be like, yo, you just jumped like That's literally around the world. It's a long ass jump. You just, that was a really long jump. Mm-hmm. Longest jump is what it was called. <laughs> uh, friends, wow. Let's hear it one more time for Rio Butcher. <laughs> what a great, just a great ending to the show. Cameron Esposito bringing it in. I also want to say on Thursday night here, I'm taping something. Uh, like a cool... A video. A video. I'm taping a video thing. I'm taping a stand-up comedy hour. I'm taping an hour of stand-up comedy. There's me cameras and stuff here. Um, It's sold out right now, but tomorrow we're going to release a few more tickets. So if you want to come back, see this new hour that I'm working on, I'm really excited about it. And it's definitely going to sell out and be super fun. So, like, come back. There's two shows on Thursday. Come see it and have a great rest of your night. Bye! This week's episode of Put Your Hands Together is sponsored by Unspooled. You know Paul Shear from How This Got Made. 
You know Amy Nicholson from the Canon? Well, they've got a new podcast called Unspooled right here on Earwolf. The first episode is out now. Paul and Amy are going to watch all the classic movies you're supposed to have seen, like Citizen Kane or The Graduate, Taxi Driver, and uh, they're going to figure out the backstories, the inside scoop. They're going to review them. They're going to talk film. Look, I love both of these people. Very nice, funny humans. And I like when they talk about movies. So just listen to Unspooled in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to color your hands together. Put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.